Ladies Open. On today's show, we're going to be discussing a confessional, a letter that Chris has received that's very scandalous, uh, a question about divorce, and, of course, our lovely box of issues. On this week's episode, you got me, Barbara Dunkelman, as well as some friends. I'm John. I'm Ellie. I'm Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we're like a sitcom. Yeah. Oh, like, hey, you guys. <laughs> Oh, you guys cut on the perfect time for that. That was, <laughs> that was amazing. That was very good. Yeah. I'm very impressed by the control room on that one. Welcome, y'all. Mm. Welcome to, oh, to your show. Oh, that's a Oh, yeah. Yes. So glad you could Texas be here, Barbara. Texas does it well. Thank you, Chris. I traveled very far to be on the show. <laughs> you made it. I didn't. No, you didn't. I got the joke. Thank you. I, I went appreciate from my that. office to here. Yeah. Yeah. All the way. Um, let's do our shot. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Because we it's do shots. Uh, not it's in the middle of the fun. day. It's evening, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Look at the, look at the, there's a gobo on the wood over there. It's totally conveying. See, look, it's all nighttime. Nighttime. It's nighttime. It's an appropriate <laughs> time to do a shot. Exactly. So this is the uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Shot, which I think we've done before, just submitted by someone else. Um, it's submitted by Eric C., and it has half rum chata and half fireball. Ooh, that sounds neat. So it sounds delicious. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Thanks for having me. Yep, yep, uh-huh. Mm. That was a oh, it's long good. shot. I ate a lot of it. way it too much going. cinnamon toast crunch in college. Ooh, it kind of tastes like it. Yeah, it does. Yeah. How good. do you know when is appropriate to hit the table or not? You always, don't you? Always I don't know. Some, like, you hesitated on it. That's because I'm an idiot. <laughs> but a lot of people, I feel like... Shares the table, right? I never know. I'm always just watch. Like, what are they doing? I grew right. up in a religious conservative house that didn't do alcohol. I know right. nothing about it. I think it depends on what you're drinking. I think if it's a shot, you're supposed to, I, I think Ashley explained, you're supposed to like, cheers the bar. Yeah, and cheers the bar. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, cheers like, the bar. thanks for the shot. Cheers right. your homie. It's just like, for alcohol. Huzzah! Right. <laughs> cling, cling, cling. And then she always flips them upside down. Because um, ah. it indicates that you have no more alcohol left, but uh, I always have a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it just creates a no. sticky mess. Exactly. <laughs> sticky mess. That we don't have to clean up. <laughs> uh, cool, so I think we want to kick things off this episode with a confessional. Mm. This was submitted by an anonymous user. Y'all ready? I'm so ready. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah, you seem, like, you you seem excited about it. Do you have to this one? Do you have to go even like, more, more? Get like, real close on it. Yeah. Um, so, anonymous writes, when I was 24 years old, I went on summer vacation with my boyfriend and his family. One night, he wanted to have sex, and I was all for it. But we didn't think it was a good idea to do it in the bathroom or outside, since we were sharing a room with two queen beds and our absence would have been noticed. But we had gone the whole vacation without sex, and we ended up having sex while they slept in the other bed in the same room. I just want your opinion. Were we too Ooh. horny? What else could we have done? Well, I like how they didn't want to be noticed. By going outside and going to the bathroom, so we're just gonna do it right in front of them. Yeah, which I guarantee you, one of the parents noticed. Oh, that, oh if I not I, both, come. I mean, yeah, oof. blue ball and socks. So I understand that. I understand wanting to have sex, but man, do you, Chris? Do you understand wanting to have sex? But like, well, it's like there's so many. You should have. They should have left. The or room. just waited until the vacation was done. Yeah, if they were that worried about it. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. I get that could have made it even more they fun. Feel kinky. Yeah. Have you ever had sex in the same room as someone else like that? No. 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 Not in the same room. I feel like think that's like, it's a lot to put someone else through. Yeah. <laughs> of like, hey, this is my choice, and I'm going to do this right now, and you have no say, because it'd be awkward to be. Well, because in England you don't have like shared roommates in college. Okay. So yeah. that was never like a thing we had to deal with. It's also like they. You think you're being sneaky. You're good. You're not. People are going to hear something. <laughs> you're not. Sex. You cannot have sex. Completely silent, especially in a room full of people sleeping. What? Completely silent? Yes. There's gonna be some like 
There's some noises. <laughs> some, there's I, some, I, but in this situation, was that like the, that the other person's parents, right? In yeah. The room? Yeah. That's they see. That's the line for me. It's like with friends, I think you can kind of be like, that was a thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Sure. With parents, they're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. So wait. So oh, is, fuck. Is, what do we do? Do we wake up? <laughs> Stay is, completely still. <laughs> this is guy girl sex. I assume. Um, uh, not it, they didn't specify. So okay, if it's if it's guy girl sex, or if it was guy guy sex, I guess boys do make noise when they're done. Well, at the very least, you could you could. Don't you know, you can, it's like you can be well, silent. When I'd say finished. I'd say boys are more guaranteed to because they will finish because boys will finish like probably more more commonly than girls will finish, mm -hmm. and or I've been told. Um, it's usually no, so the there's night. a chance that a girl can just stay silent. And not say you think anything. It's impossible for a guy to stay. I'm saying it's a better chance that when, when <laughs> it's hard not to make noise when you do the thing. Sure. I'd say it's hard for you not to make noise when you do the thing, right? Sure. So when you it's do possible. the thing, I think it's possible. <laughs> it's possible, but I, I, I'm gonna I go just, home right now and I'm gonna try to masturbate and see how silent I can like, be. If you're that, if you're <laughs> that horny, game. if you're that horny, why didn't they just take turns going into the bathroom and masturbating? Like just, well, masturbating is one thing, but sex is another. I know, or, but or like, just, yeah, go out. So we're gonna go for a walk. Or, unless the vacation was like four months. an argument. Like we have to go and outside right now and talk about yeah. this. They're also I, twenty-four. I would have gone into the. Yeah, woods. that's a, yeah. They're old. They go to a car or something. Yeah, you're twenty-four. I, go to the like bathroom. in college. <laughs> just go to the bathroom. In the in the <laughs> dorm, <laughs> like it definitely was. I've had situations where I thought I was being sneaky in in the dorm room when I you know had a roommate in the dorm room and you know like. Super one. And, and yeah, my my roommate was like, yeah, you weren't sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not you're not you're not a ninja. I I hooked up sex with a ninja. guy. I never had sex in the same room as someone else, but I hooked up with a guy like making out, and I think yeah, I went down on him, um, in a room like a hotel room where it has two queen beds, mm. and I assume that's the kind of setup they have here, and yeah, they definitely heard us. Yeah. Like even just like skin against skin mm. sound. Especially a blowjob. That's a noisy thing. That, there's a lot of. Yeah. I wish there was a word for like <laughs> you hearing someone else have sex and just that that knowledge that everyone seems to know is like I will not reference this ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll never talk about it. Yeah. It's just ever. like you just need an alternate activity that sounds like you're having sex to be doing. You know, what like, alternate? I don't know. Miniature boxing. Especially like a blowjob. You're like, um, we are, uh, we are. Cleaning no. these uh, dirty <laughs> dishes with our mouth in bed. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's in what context would that work? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just spitballing. That does make sense. He's just that does make sense. No bad ideas. No, no yeah, wrong ideas. Just starting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like eating candy, like yeah, lollipops maybe. and stuff. There you go. I have lollipops in bed all the time. <laughs> all the time. My lollipops make a lot of noise sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> wait, wait, how do you give a blowjob? Not like that. I like to speak into it like a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Is this thing on? Hello? Don't do that. Don't, do that. <laughs> Don't ever take it and do that. All right, so they want to, they, they ask, were we too horny? What else could we have done? You were the right amount of horny. I like and what you could have done in that is, question. Yeah. What else could we, have, could we done? have done? How could we have done this? No, you obviously had to have sex, but go into the goddamn woods and yeah. have sex. Go somewhere else. Yeah, just go leave. Be with nature. They should have left. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just go fuck with the deers. Even the idea of my parents hearing me have sex, not mm -hmm. let alone be in the same room when I'm doing it, like really grosses me out. Yeah. To the point where it's like, I could be the horniest I've ever been in my life in the same room as my parents, and I would not do anything. Right. I, like I don't get that 
mentality. Unless you're like closer with your. It's a what if I'm in the same room? What if I wait, let's, let's let's play a scenario? What if I'm in the bed next to you and uh -huh. you're with, with your, your parents? With I'm in your bed <laughs> with, with my parents with the Dunkelmans <laughs> and we're just doing a three-way spoon. <laughs> I'm in the middle, obviously. Of course. And you're in the bed next to me mm -hmm. with your paramour. Mm -hmm. uh, would you do it if you no. thought that I couldn't hear? If if it was just you. Yeah, maybe. If I, you and my parents. That's what I mean. If it was just me, would you do it? Yeah. The parents is a di takes it to a different level. There's like some friends that I like, I'm close enough with where I'm just like, yeah, I was fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, You'd probably scream over and be like, John, look! John! John! John. Check out, check John. out this move. <laughs> <laughs> Happening live. Just like getting ketchup out. <laughs> Every single guy in this room is just like, <gasps> oh no! <laughs> nope. Not okay. Not okay. <laughs> What else could they have done? Um, just not have sex. It's 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 they should practice just gone restraint. Else. Yeah, yeah. It, there, there's also like there's details we don't know. Like, is this a long distance relationship mm -hmm. where like you want to have sex every time you see each other? Because that I get. Yeah, but then again, just go somewhere else. Yeah. If I if as a parent, yeah, which I'm not. That's what I've, uh, from the parents' <laughs> point of view. As a so. parent, I would Please not ever procreate. <laughs> Please don't ever. As a theoretical parent, nope. That would be really gross. <laughs> yeah. To me. Oh yeah. You it, you you hurt your parents. Yeah. yeah like, it's also like they're 24. And what are the parents supposed to do at that point? Don't they're awake and they're like, it. oh god, I am trapped. Because if they get yeah, up, yeah, the word. Don't acknowledge it. Nothing's happened. Nothing's yeah. happening. My child is boning or mm. getting boned or one of the two. They start boning. Well, then if you think about it, like oh. a, like a lot of kids have walked into their parents at some point in their life. It's kind of like the perfect reversal of that situation. Ooh. It's like, okay, now it's your time. It's payback. <laughs> it's payback time. You yeah. watch. Yeah, that, uh, that'd be funny if they're like, well, I heard my parents having sex when I was a child and I walked in on them. So, so this is happening now. I never had my children walk on it, you know, me having sex. I use a thing called a lock. If it yeah. happens to me, I blocked it out. <laughs> I'm not sure. Just yeah, I would say like just have your absence be noticed. You're 24. Your parents probably know that you and your significant other have sex. No, um, they probably they probably don't want to think about it though. I don't want to. Yeah. So, go to the woods. Man, that is bold. Mm. It's pretty bold. Kudos. It's a good story. Kudos to you, y'all. Um, you horny bastards. You horny <laughs> bastards. Uh, always practice safe sex if you're listening to this, whether that means. Uh, Doing it in places with parental supervision. <laughs> parental supervision. Yeah. Some of that. That's safe sex, because that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> safe well, sort of thing. Changing the subject completely. Yeah. Uh, uh. We've all seen mouthwatering healthy smoothies on Instagram <laughs> or Pinterest and thought, that's the kind of thing I should be eating. But who has time to make that every day? Wouldn't it be great if you could get those picture-perfect nutrients without having to hit the farmer's market and chop up a million fruits and veggies? Now you can get all your superfoods fast with Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest sends superfood each straight to your door with your choice of smoothies, activated breakfast bowls, or nice cream vegan sundaes. I like that pun, yeah. nice cream. <laughs> uh, each single serving cup comes ready to blend or heat. Their produce is organic and unrefined and looks uh, as amazing as it tastes. You could actually see all of the whole ingredients when you open the cup. Daily Harvest freezes all their ingredients at peak freshness, sealing in their nutritional value. Preparing each cup is insanely easy. Just add water, or if you're feeling fancy, you could substitute other liquids like coconut or almond milk. I know you like coconut or almond milk, John. <laughs> uh, go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code OPEN to get three items free off your first box. 
That's promo code OPEN for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. Daily-harvest.com. That's a mouth mouthful. Um, they're really good. I've, you've been eating healthy and doing all your stuff. I have. I have. So I have. have you, mm -hmm. Ellie? I have just. I just had a box of the. Of I the, could if I had daily harvest. Yeah. Yeah. Or promo promo, promo code open. Yeah. They're yeah, really, they are really, really good. Just come like that. Especially the ones that have like cacao and like, oh, it's so good. Cacao. You say cacao? Is well, it, it's what it is, right? That's what it is. It's like not cocoa? raw cacao. No, cacao is like. It's is, a different. It's, a, it's different. It sounds it's like supposed raw, to be healthier. Yeah. Not nice on its own, but it gives you a chocolatey taste when it, with other things. Yeah. Chocolatey taste. Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Well, Don't make, she's talking sense. No, it's good. <laughs> I, I like having people who could um, provide knowledge for me on these subjects because I don't You have know literally said that it. if I could double up my entire diet, you would just eat what I eat. Yeah, because I watch your um, social media and all the stuff that you eat and it actually looks really good. And it takes effort. And I, made a, I made a good sandwich yeah. last night too. What'd you yeah. make? Uh, saute spinach and mushroom with melted Monterey Jack on Ugh. wheat bread. That sounds so Yum. good. That was a good See, sandwich. A little, little, bit, a little bit of buffalo sauce on it for some flavor. It was good. That's why I do daily. Oh, just a little. I don't have time for this. That's how I do my buffalo sauce. Yeah. I grab it up and I go. <laughs> Ooh, perfect. <laughs> Chris. Okay. So I've been. I've been What'd so, you do? No, I've been so excited to get to talk about this on the show. I, we haven't had Chris on in a while. And Ellie, this is your first time it on is. the show. We forgot yeah. to mention. No Welcome. Oh, <laughs> I, the important people care. No, welcome, welcome. Everyone welcome. except John. Thank you, John. Welcome, welcome. Um, yeah. So a, a couple was it? Well, let's not be specific on timeline. Okay. Let's, Never do a that. while back. A while ago. That was a beautiful moment, by the way. That's the sound sex makes. A while ago. Uh-huh. Chris <laughs> received Sorry. a note on his door. What door? Home? I'm, I, I'm a little nervous about this is personal stuff. So. Shut up. Okay. Home? Yes. Okay. Where, uh, he, where he lives. And I... I didn't know how. I do not know what the appropriate response to this was. Um, I have. I, I sent an image. Take us through. Take us through the whole story. Well, so you get home one day. Not the beginning. This was a this a night out with of you know. I had sex one night. <laughs> he had sex one night. Way to go! When I woke how up, dare you and not tell me? <laughs> yeah, you weren't there. Without his parents. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> uh, and then a more later the next day in the when I went out to go. Uh, Open my door. There was a note on my door, and this is what it said: Your, your bed is extremely loud. We're being woken up in the middle of the night, morning two, continuously. And if it keeps happening, we'll have to talk to the HOA. Oh, Chris! Chris, my man! <laughs> <laughs> what part? That of the is bed? amazing. Okay, I gotta know. So basically, let's just sum it up. Chris is having really loud sex, and he's waking up his neighbors. Do you scream? I don't. You're also you're also like on the top floor of like a tall building. Yeah, yeah. And also, and I think. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, just just sliding that in there. I don't. Uh, also, it's, I think it's some of it's my my maybe my bed is squeaky. Mm -hmm. Is the bed squeaky or is the bed hitting? <laughs> no, because that's the thing. Bed's not hitting the wall. Mm. So it's it's, it's I mean, the bed. You must know if it's squeaky. Yeah, yeah. It's a little squeaky. Right. Okay. Um, but squeaky enough to wake up your neighbors? I guess. I don't know. I, um. But the, here's the deal is that I had no clue that this was an issue until that note. But it was posted on my front door facing out. So anyone who walked oh. by anyone who walked by saw this note. And I was like, well that seems and it's so passive aggressive and ang it's like well, They could have put this, it under the door. Could have put yeah. it in the door or or said, Hey, or you know, like, just so you know, your bed is kind of loud or and you know, blah, blah, blah. like a polite way. This is like a threat. This yeah. is like yeah. And like super passive aggressive, like True. in the middle of the night, mornings too. Uh, <laughs> downstairs neighbors, ever had an interaction with them before? 
Mm-mm. I think, it, and I think it's some newer people. Newer people, but they also here's the so deal. your old neighbors were used to your loud sex before. <laughs> here's here's a different way to think about it though. Everyone that walked past and saw that note was like, "That dude fucks," <laughs> or that guy's getting well, that guy's getting well, loud. Nice. <laughs> I mean, everyone has Or just a furious so, masturbator. Some people yeah, don't yeah, get to, yeah. Chris. Not everyone gets to have sex. It's true. Well, no, okay. Well, not every... But you know what I mean? Like, it's not uncommon in an apartment complex. I've true. lived and heard people have sex before many times. Mm-hmm. You hear uh, people against the wall or you go to a hotel mm-hmm. room. Yeah. You hear, mm-hmm. That's just like life, living in a city. Sure. Right? I saw someone having sex the other day. I was like walking down the street near my apartment and I look up and the window of the apartment complex near me... I saw just people having sex right at the window. Oh, just doggy style. I saw people having sex in a car. Oh, it's, yeah. it's always like a... I've, yeah, you're just like, I kind of want to watch, but I shouldn't. Ooh. I've also like <laughs> walked by like outside and then like heard through a window people just like boning really loudly. And it's like, that's, it's just like life. But like, I'm, my question is, is what, what is the proper response for that? And then I can tell you what I did. Proper response Ooh. to oh. the note? Yes. Um, okay, so if I got a note on my door saying you're having loud sex, need to stop. I would, me being so socially awkward, I'd probably just ignore the note and then attempt to like ram, like fix the bed situation so that I can still maintain the activity I'm doing, but the bed has now been proofed against yeah. this noise. Yeah. Because I, I don't, I fear human interaction. Uh-huh. So, confrontation? Yeah. Oof. I mean, it does suck to live in a place where you could hear other people and it, if it's affecting your sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an uncomfortable situation for anybody. The way they went about it, not a huge fan of. Just like, yeah. hey, you're, you've been making a lot of noise at night. Um, right. It's, Every time it's affecting had... our sleep. If yeah. you could like look into yeah. that, like, like we'd appreciate. If it keeps happening, yeah, then we're gonna have to talk to each other. Like, just yeah. say like, please fix it. Yeah, I'd appreciate about it. it. Yeah. I know I just said I fear human interaction, but the first time anybody I ever have interaction with my neighbors about a noise problem, I try to go up and at least show my face. Yeah. Yeah. That's. But again, you don't know which. Do you know which? I I'm, assume it's the ones directly below. Okay. Yeah. Wait, does your because your bed's your bed is yeah your bedroom is against the wall of someone else's apartment, so it could be the person. It could side be, you. but I think it's I think it's below. That's because the people who live next to me, I've lived next to for a longer period of time. So this would have been building yeah. for for a long time. It's strange for them to not have given you any kind of way to have a dialogue with them about it. They didn't tell you who, what, which apartment they're from. Yeah. Of like, hey, let's like figure this out. I guess it's like, mm you're in trouble. It That's, is an embarrassing thing to confront someone about, though. Sure. I'm just like, I've heard you having sex. I understand them not wanting to out themselves of who they are. But then they didn't have to say that on the note. They could be like, hey, I'm your neighbor in this apartment, and like. Would love to chat with you. Yeah. Did you leave a passive-aggressive note downstairs? No. What I did, well, so. Oh, yeah, so what did you do? What I did was um, uh, I went and I tried to knock on the door. Because the thing is, they also play music loud, really loud at night. And so I had already been thinking, like, oh, I should probably go down there and say, hey, I think you guys, would you all mind keep, you know, not listening to music past, like, midnight or something? Yeah. You know? But and now, then I was like, if I go down and do that now, it's going to seem like I'm being, like, Reactionary. Yeah. And so I went. And I went to go knock, and I stopped by a couple times, but never like <clears throat> no one answered. Um, so then I just kind of ignored the issue uh, for a bit. Uh huh. And then they they. Uh, Is there a follow up? Yeah, there's a follow up note they sent. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! Wow, that is directly okay, to wait, the wait, point. Wait, 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 Whoa. wait, wait. They they keep phrasing it. Fix your bed. Yeah. I think it's just the okay, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, gonna go my whole life, Chris. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. And this this was like this note was mm. Where was that located? They love this green marker. Yeah. This was the same same door. <laughs> yeah. Same door. But it was also like door. banged I I heard banging like on my door. Yeah. Oh. Like bam 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 bam. Mid Yes. Mid coitus. <gasps> Interesting. Is you stop or do you keep going? I want to figure out who it is. I just, I'm not gonna stop. Someone's <laughs> at the second. door. I'm One wait. second, man. <laughs> Chris, you're fucking railing that girl. No. <laughs> Damn! He's waking the neighbors. It was, it was, it was not late. <laughs> it was okay. I just don't want to hear the noise anymore. All right, so it wasn't actually about being kept awake. So a lot of it was. They're irrelevant. just jealous. Invite them next. Time. What was? Yeah, maybe they're not having sex. Oh, probably. What was the time time period between the first note and the second note? A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Yeah. And did you do anything to try to fix your bed in between that? Uh, I, I, no, I didn't. Screws. Okay. But I didn't have time. It's like you need a new I'm, bed. Yeah. I, I, my plan was I was like I'm gonna go and get a new bed. Yeah. And a new mattress, but that's like a thing that you got to go shopping for. It's a whole thing. It's a process. Yeah, yeah. It's also expensive, so you have it's to expensive. like. Yeah, yeah. Fix, so it's not yeah, something you just go out and do the next day. Yeah. Right. And so have you gotten like, a new bed since then? Um, well, no. Have you had sex since then? Well, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Well, no. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. No. Yeah, this is. I'm not gonna talk about like timeline. It's just something. Yeah. I'm not yeah. asking when you had sex. I'm just asking like. How many sex was that? Yeah. I'm gonna need just a second. Need to so, get. Like, I've just been ignoring the issue uh, thus far, well, but I'm gonna fix it. Well, the thing is, is like, what are they gonna do? They complain to the HOA like, hey, my neighbor is get having it. sex. Well, no, they can phrase it that way. That's just a, a noise complaint. A noise complaint. It's a noise complaint. Yeah. Noise complaints are noise complaints. If I got an upstairs neighbor evicted because of noise problems. Did you? Whoa. I did. If it were me, I would, A, fix the bed situation, and then send them a note that was like, hey, I fixed this, but I really think that there are better ways than going yeah. about conflict in this way. Yeah. Yeah. You're okay. all aggressive. Like, I apologize for the noise, but I feel like it's inappropriate how you yeah, went about publicly it. went about this, this publicly is... and posted this on my door instead of sticking yeah. it under my door, in my door, like, or just, yeah. folding having, the paper and sticking it Or even just having a, uh, have the, a conversation. The, the phrasing of that note is like yeah. so Well, they banged on the door the second time, so they were ready to have a conversation. Yeah, well. They probably um, banged and then ran away. Um, <laughs> the, it's funny too because I, I talked like to, to Josh <laughs> about this, uh-huh. Josh Flanagan, and he had the exact same issue where he got a complaint from the HOA of his apartment complex or whatever called him and said, "Hey, there's issue. You've your neighbors have complained of a noise complaint." Um, and he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah, they said you're having sex too loud. They wow. just went directly to the HOA. Wow, they didn't even mess with then, And then, yeah, he said they would like bang on those, you know. Well, now I feel like I'm having too quiet a sex. <laughs> I was going to say, no one's been complaining about my sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fix that. Well, yeah, could, could like an adequate response be, uh, maybe you should make thicker walls in your apartments? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I've, I feel lucky that I've never heard a single person in my apartment. Hmm. But I also don't know if that I just have quiet neighbors and people could hear me. Yeah. But I've never received a complaint before. Yeah. And um, it'd be awkward because I think I have kids who live in the apartment next to me. Oh, well. <laughs> this is how your mommy and daddy made you. I hear my upstairs <laughs> neighbors clumping around a lot, and that's always kind of annoying, but it's like, you've got to walk, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not yeah. their fault that it's, it's an old apartment. Yep. And we've been. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, there's some of that stuff you just got to. It's like living in a city. Yeah. You know? If you, if you, unless you live in a house, you're going right. to hear some of that kind of stuff. I live in a farmhouse in the country if it yeah. bothers you that much. Yeah. Like. I guess I need to figure. I'm gonna come over to your place. I'm gonna <laughs> like you're gonna go on your bed and you're yeah, gonna. Yeah, I don't know where that's where gonna go either, Chris. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll sit there and watch and listen. 
and you'll pretend to be humping someone in your bed. You know what? I'll even see how easier, even easier. Next time you're having sex, just FaceTime me. Uh-huh. And then I just want to, I'll just, I'll assess it from there. Here's what you do, get the, the girl to hold low. the phone on her face. So it's like you're, yeah. like John's so right there. So you can there. look at me. So you can look at me on this, this sweet girl. I don't want to do that. <laughs> maybe, maybe if you had parental supervision. <laughs> yeah. Then. I'm a parent. Right? <laughs> can you imagine if John opens the door and he's like, hey, sorry, um, Chris is just having sex right now. And he's like really getting into it. So, yeah. so if you could not. You could not leave a mean note. Yeah. <laughs> My boy's getting it. My boy's getting it, and just don't be mean. Thank you. So what's your resolution going to be? Well, I'm going to get new furniture at some point. But do you think that, but like... It, I've just been ignoring it for a while. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that, I don't know if it's going to escalate or... It's, that's what I'm saying. I, I Is there other furniture you could bang on until then? <laughs> Ooh. You got a couch. You I think have you have couch. You don't have a roommate. Yeah. So, yeah, I, could, I guess I could... But then... Yeah, I, I, part of it's like a principal thing that makes me mad. <laughs> where I'm like... <laughs> I should I'm be like, able to have sex in my own bed, in my yeah. own place. Is there a bed in the other room anymore? There's like a, 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 there's a couch thing that could be a bed. Oh, so that could that. be your sex room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, make it your red room. Yeah. Like from Fifty Shades of Grey. Ooh. That'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's your sex dungeon. Yeah. I guess. I yeah. guess I'll make a sex <laughs> no, <but it's>, dungeon. <laughs> I guess I could have a sex. I suppose. It'd be funny if you're like waking up in the morning with your like with your woman or whoever it is. Um, is it a woman? You know, okay. uh, <laughs> he doesn't have to designate that. He can bang guys if he wants. Sure. Whatever you want. I was just asking. Just asking. He can lady. bang a dude if he wants. I know that. Because, <laughs> like, so I assume, like, they said mornings too, so I assume there's morning sex happening sometimes, um, which is all, which is great. I'm sure you've all experienced morning it. Morning sex is awesome. Morning sex is wonderful. That's the way to um, wake up. So it'd be funny if you, like, woke up in your bed and you're like, all right, let's move to the other room so we can fuck. Well, yeah. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> shimmy on over. We gotta get over to the dungeon. Well, let me pull down the couch, you know. <laughs> to, We'll then we it, smash. Leave it pulled up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never received a complaint like that before. See if you get a new bed, and if it happens again, then they're just dicks. I'm gonna have sex on my piano next time. I'm gonna really make some. <laughs> 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 what, if, what if you did that and it somehow like played a beautiful like? Or I could just have sex on the bench and play while I while I bang. Or it'd be more like chopsticks, like dun 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 dun. What's the most like? I guess in your own place, where's like the most? What's the word? Like, weirdest place in your own place that you... My own place? Yeah. Uh, kitchen. Kitchen? Yeah, I mean, there's not that many... Yeah, kitchen, Bathroom? shower... Um... I'm like, I dig counters. Counters yeah. are cool. This, yeah. yeah. Like, the idea of you offering this, like, <laughs> this, like, list of places that you could, like, so we've got the kitchen. Yeah. We've got the counter. Like, your pick. <laughs> not the bed. Not, not the bed. <laughs> Everywhere but the bed. Just put a giant X on the bed. Yeah. Everywhere else is cool. Against a wall. <laughs> On the floor, <laughs> on the nice hardwood floor. This is a weird Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> Against a wall, I do not like green eggs and ham. <laughs> I want I to bang not, you. Should not in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> could not, would not with a mouse. I don't remember that the sound one. it makes is bam, bam, bam. Could, could not, not, should like not give you head. <laughs> well, keep us updated. Yeah. We uh, look forward to hearing what happens. We look forward to hearing you have sex. And it, well, I don't. Take a sound sample <laughs> next time. If you, there's a sponsor of our podcast. They're not a sponsor on this episode, but I'm sure they could hook you up with a mattress. Ah. Perhaps if that's the thing that's. The mattress is probably not. Yeah, is it the problem. springs or is it the? Well, mattress? Oh, it could be mattress springs. That, the the mattress that I speak of has the uh, right amount of bounce and sink, so it it. That's absorbs. why that's why my sex isn't loud enough because I have one of those mattresses. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have. That's why I, you're not getting I have a silencer underneath me. There you go. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's have you thought about soundproofing your whole room? I have sex. Shut up. Well, um, keep us updated. And if you have received a complaint 
about your loud sex. You I should thought you email were us. Say, if you've received sex, <laughs> if you've received sex, uh, we'd love to hear your stories. Send it to alwaysopen at roosterteeth.com. I'm curious to see if any other um, watchers have had similar experiences and what they've done, uh, or if they've been the one to complain, because I'm sure people have done that as well. All right, so we're going to move on to our next question. Uh, this is submitted by Sean P. And Sean P. Sean P. writes, do you have any experience with divorce? Mm. Yes. <laughs> next question. So I, I know that uh, I think everyone here has had some experience with it except me. Hmm. I have never had any experience that my parents are still together. All my aunts and uncles are still together except my mom's sister. They're, she's divorced. Um, but they live in a different city, so I never really mm -hmm. saw anything from that. So I, I, I want to learn more about your experiences rather than be able to talk about my inexperience with it. You're going through or have finished? Just, just have finished, yeah. Just have finished. Yeah, well, Are we okay well, high-fiving? Well, it's not really a high-five kind of moment for Here. me. Yeah. There you go. As, long, oh, <laughs> is, like, right as long as you are <laughs> in a good place and happy, I think that is what matters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, be, and before we do discuss this, I just want to say that um, divorce is two people. Uh, we are not trying to create any sort of conflict between these two people. We're not trying to get people to go after other people or try to seek them out. It's just a discussion about it. Um, we want everyone to remain civil and just be cool, internet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How long were you married? Um, two years. Okay. Yeah, I got married really, really young. I was 20, just 23, 22. Oh, yeah. wow. I got yeah. married 23 as mm. well. Yeah. No, 22. Mm-hmm. I was 22. How long had you guys been seeing those people before you got married? What? Because you, I think, yeah. just a year? A year. Wow. Uh, a year and we got engaged. Okay. And then got married within the next three months. Wow. So it's fast. Very fast. Yeah. Very, very accelerated. Our situation was... Uh, like two, just over two years of a long distance relationship. So mm -hmm. we went straight from long distance to being married and living together. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. a, that's a big change. It's a big old change. That's a yeah. very yeah. big change. When you're not really sure who you are. Yeah, and like, at 22. At 22 yeah. years old. I remember I moved to Austin when I was 22 and I did not know who the fuck I was. Yeah. 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 Well, that's got, what brought me here too. I got married because I, I, at that young age, because one, I didn't think anybody else would ever date me or want me ever because I, I didn't date anybody in junior high high school until and even till the end of college so I finally had someone who actually uh, liked me and then it's just what everyone did and it was just like a lot of my my youth and leading up until like in the until like maybe five years ago a lot of my decisions in life were based upon just what I thought was expected of me mm -hmm. um, I lived a life of just living by expectations and that's yeah. what you did and so everyone got married everyone had kids eventually everyone it's also like when you're that young I feel like well maybe not just when you're that young but especially when you're that young love could feel so intense mm. and so yeah. like this is right thank you Texas you're so oh, a new drink for me um, so I, there's a lot of stories about people who are young and who experience mm -hmm. that like desire to be like, oh, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person and not really like understanding themselves yeah. or the world yet and, and feeling so intensely that they kind of jump into things a little mm -hmm. too quickly. You got divorced in a timeline that I should have gotten divorced. How so? I knew within two years that things were not working out, stayed with it mm. for another seven years. Wow. Yeah. Well, and so I was married for over nine years. When we started having problems, we spent 18 months in therapy before 
did uh, that things too. Finally ended. So it's like you tried to make it work. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Tried to, to yeah. Fix the problem. I mean, like when we first got together, we actually I met him in Thailand when I was working there. When we did long distance between London and here for two two and a half years, and so it kind of got to the point where it was like we've got to do something about this, and like someone's going to move here or there. Mm. And at the time, I was working freelance in advertising in London and not loving it. And just also the things I was going through and didn't have a lot, was very insecure, didn't have a lot of love for myself and the same kind of situation where like, mm -hmm. oh, someone really, really likes me. Enough to like be with me across the ocean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sweet. That's great for me. And also there's like this whole thing, the whole thing of it was like a huge fantasy and adventure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And like... The American. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we come here and visit him and be like, this place is rad. Yeah. And it's being on vacation. I don't have he any problems. He lived in Austin. I would come and hit, be here and this is the coolest city ever. Yep. And, um, you know, when we saw each other, it was that height of vacation. There was no, nothing to deal with apart from being away, which was its own <clears throat> romantic fantasy. Well, it's something to be said also about long distance relationships, which is like the danger of people starting off long distance and then jumping into something more committed is that in long distance relationships, you're only getting the best of that person mm -hmm. because you don't see each other. And then when you do see each other, you it's spend- great. It's so it's much great, emotion. And it's intense yeah. and you spend all, all your t like limited time doing fun things and yeah. like being really like intense sexually and romantically and then you're apart again. And mm -hmm. then it just is- You just build up for the, the next time. And you don't, yeah. you don't see what it's like as like an everyday yeah. regular relationship. And it is that like, this is so romantic. And this is, and that you build that up into your head. And then when you get into real life and real everyday problems, we just, you know, it, we both made a lot of mistakes and we kind of just, we figured out that we weren't compatible. Yeah. To spend a life together. And it was, when it was great, it was great. And that's where like the heartbreak comes from. It's when it was good, it was, it was great. But it's every relationship. The, yeah, yeah, but the day-to-day -day life, it, it just got to a point where it was clear it wasn't going to work. And it was the best thing for both of us. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's still painful right now, but I think that we all look back on this and be like, I have so much respect for those two people and what they did, because otherwise we would never have known. Mm -hmm. And I would probably be sat in an office in London being like, what if I'd run away with that American guy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I have respect for my 22-year-old self and what she did, but... I have no respect for my 22-year-old no. self. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I think every experience and every relationship you have is important because you learn something from it. Oh, yeah. Right? There's, there's value. Like, there's no it, such thing as wasted time. Exactly. <laughs> and I think, um, there's a, I think there is. Not, I mean, there's maybe, like, a point where I think there's too much time wasted, but I think, like... I think there's purposeful time, but purposeful. I think there can be wasted time. Mm. Um, that being said, I don't wholly regret my decisions because, again, without my decisions being made, I would not be sitting here with these lovely folks doing what I do because me coming to Austin and Rooster Teeth in general was actually, uh, the, the, my marital problems was a catalyst for mm. me actually even pursuing Rooster Teeth. So things like meeting you guys, working here, moving to Austin, um, anything that's good in my life right now, which I love my life right yeah. now, would not have happened if I had stayed in California doing what I was doing, it wouldn't have happened. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And again, it's like, a lot of people are like, oh, this relationship went on too long, or I shouldn't have ever started this relationship or got into this relationship in the first place. It's like, yeah, maybe this thing happened and it caused you a lot of heartache, but it also taught you so much about oh what you don't want. Yeah. And like, what is wrong for you in I certain situations. <laughs> yeah. I do some, I mean like, yeah, I'm 26 years old and I've been divorced and there is like, I always thought when, when we were really starting to go through it, that I was like, I, I don't care about what other, other people think. And that whole like, 
bubble of failure and social and like that whole part of the divorce thing. I was like, that's not going to affect me. And it didn't in terms of how other people feel it. And like, especially within stuff like being a Christian and stuff, I think there's grace for everything. And that's how like, you know, without grace, I could have never have done this. But like, I just, I think that, um, I've like completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> that happens all I the time to be on this show. I'll be in the middle of a sentence. And I'm just like, what the fuck was I about to say? What was the point I was going to make? <laughs> but no, I think, It'll come to me. I, I think, you know, again, you learn something from everything. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's nice that there's some flexibility on it. And that if you're not happy, I forget who said this. It, I think it was an episode of always open or the podcast where someone said no good marriage ends in divorce. I think it was Bernie. Bernie. Yeah. So it's just like, the reason why you guys got a divorce and why it ended is because something wasn't working. Mm. And if it was good and everything was working, you wouldn't be ending it. Yeah. And so I think like a lot of people are like, oh, like, I'm so sorry. That's like, sorry to hear that. But it's like, no, it's good. It's, it's positive. It's, yeah. it's going to, we're both going to be happier because we're not in this together anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I saw a quote recently and obviously everyone's situation is different, but it really spoke to me because it said that divorce isn't two people not understanding each other. It's two people finally understanding each other. Mm, interesting. If you're both are amicably divorcing. Well, sure. Yeah. yeah. My, but, my, my divorce went from uh, not amicable to amicable to very not amicable at the last second. Yeah. Because um, the, the divorce started with, um, actually, the divorce, the divorce started with her suggesting divorce and then immediately changing her mind. But within the span of her deciding that, I went from, no, 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 we can't divorce to like, oh, no, we're going to be unhappy for the rest yeah. of our lives if we do not do this. So then we moved to that point and it became like, yes, we both need to separate. Mm. We are destroying each other. Yeah. We've already like destroyed each other for nine years of just like dissonance and, and not being compatible and that kind of thing. And so we needed to end this and it kept going amicable, amicable, amicable. And we didn't have even like lawyers until uh, right up until near like getting to the point of like going to mm -hmm. court where then uh, she decided that she wanted to uh, file for uh, sole custody of the kids because she wanted to move to California. Mm -hmm. And she had a reasons why she wanted to do that. Well, but her family's there, right? Her family was there and everything like that. And, um, and she felt like she had nothing here for her. But that by doing that, it would have uprooted mm -hmm. not only my kids, but myself from the best thing in the world to me, which is Austin, Rooster Teeth, and all my friends here and like that. And uh, Your career, which you have worked very hard to yeah. establish. So then it turned into a... Lawyers versus lawyers na it got very nasty Yeah. Um, to the point where we were like making cases against <clears throat> each other mm. because uh, uh, she was she was making up some stuff about me and uh, and coming to some some conclusions about uh, why I was here yeah. or uh, There's some people who don't deal with things as well as others do. Yeah. And it happens. Um, but uh, it, I, it, you know, again, it's different for everybody. But then once we I, I, I had a. Great support system. Support system is so important during, yeah. I think, during something like that. Um, Roost Teeth was, a, uh, my family here is a yes. great support system. Um, uh, Bernie and Jeff were uh, invaluable sources of information, mm -hmm. um, having gone through divorces themselves at the time. And I was say. sorry, Carol. Yeah, oh, there we go. Good, good, good. <laughs> I'm glad I triggered something for you. <laughs> yeah. um, and then once we got to court and everything like that, and went through the court thing, it was the one. It was one of the most nerve-wracking things I've ever done in my life. It's but. Horrible. Yeah. It's terrible, uh, but when the, the judge essentially, because we were fighting on a lot of things, and sh and there was even some financial uh, arguments that were happening mm. involving debt, 
Um, but in the end, when the judge, uh, A, said divorce is finalized, and B, um, ruled in my favor, and I knew that I was finally able to move on and move on to the next chapter of my life, mm. is the beginning of the best yeah. part of my life yeah. ever. I even took you out. Oh. You did? <laughs> to CeCe's Pizza. Uh, did, uh, <laughs> did the neighbors complain? Um. <laughs> so that was what I was going to say when I, until I forgot, was that um, I said I feel old because going through this process, they say that it's like the, one of the, like, the top three most traumatic, thing, traumatic things you can ever go through. Yeah. yeah. And I've done so much work on myself as a result of that that I probably would never have done if I, this hadn't happened. Yeah. And now I feel so equipped to offer help and experience and wisdom to people who have gone through it. And that's exactly why when all this happened, I sat down with Bernie and was like, ah, how do I do this? Yeah. What am I doing? And he yeah. was like, been there, done that, and yeah. I will help you because this yeah. is hard and yeah. horrid. And if that's like a glimmer of something good that I can get from this experience is helping other people, Great. Those old Good. those old guys have tons of experience. Yeah, advice. They've yeah. been really great. They've for... done shit. Yeah, and talking about uh, no, it being not old. a uh, wise. A... Kind of old. <laughs> they're also kind of old. <laughs> a lot of people ask me, like, how did you get rid of Fat John? And I tell first and foremost is I started showing up on screen, mm-hmm. and I decided I need to see less chins on the screen. <laughs> and second. Was look at the gut. Only one chin. Look at that. It's one a chin. Good single. Chin. It's a pretty good chin. A single chin. Um, second was I was then I got I was coming up on like getting divorced and I realized oh no, gonna be dating again. Gonna have other people see Did naked. Did not keep this up at all. <laughs> this is in bad shape. Yeah. Um, it's kind of what happens to a lot of people when they uh, end a long relationship yep. or any relationship of just like man like someone else is gonna be seeing me naked for the first time. Yeah. I don't want to make you scream. Or the only person I need to take care of right now is me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And or that like, was also something. focus on myself. It was that I could take care of myself and I could be in control. It was a control thing even. Mm-hmm. It was that I was in control of my food. I was in control of my activity. I was in control of my health. Yeah. And that uh, physically helped me, but also mentally empowered yeah. me in ways that I needed. And once yeah. again, I want to reiterate, please be respectful of everyone involved in this situation. Um, we are given this platform to be able to talk about this and other people on other sides of this are not. So again, always be respectful of that. And I know Chris. I don't have any. Divorces. You, you personally have not been divorced. No, my parents. My parents are divorced. Your parents. And are I here. remember, yeah, from perspective of a kid, I remember when I was a kid, I th- I thought it was like the worst thing in the world. What age? I was like ten, nine. Mm. Um, and I was like, this. It was super traumatic as a ch- at, at that time, or I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And, and you also have a sister too, who's younger. Sister and, and a brother, yeah. And a brother. Older sister, younger brother. And and I thought it was like, you know, this life changing thing. And I mean as a kid it is, but it's world ending yeah, in a yeah. certain way. But I think for any kids who have had their parents get divorced or are going through that now, it's like it seems like the end of the world, but it gets it's like it as you get older, it gets better and then it's like life same thing with like it's the same kind of philosophy of like people who have a bad time in high school. Yeah. When you get out of high school, things get better. It like once better. you get past the mm. past it, then it's also you should know that it's better. It's it's in the best interest of your parents yeah. probably if they're going through that and to the point where they're having so many problems or, or issues big enough that they should separate. Mm-hmm. It's better for them in the long run. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, that was. You want your parents to be happy too, yeah. so they could make you happy. Right. It's, just it's a better. Thing. Yeah, it's a better situation. Absolutely. For people to be happy. That was a big part of it for me of of like someone that like actively quite Christian. <laughs> People probably know that about me. But that like 
I think there's a, still a lot of stigmatism within the church about people that get divorced. And that was, a, like, and again, a, a part of me that I was quite anxious about. Yeah, I, I can imagine because there's probably judgment. Huge amount, yeah. yeah. And the way that I just figured it out was that like, if, we will, if God is a perfect parent, he would rather me like not live my life in misery and not my ex live his life in misery. Like he wants good things for us. Yeah. And if the best thing is for us to separate amicably and figure it out that way and then go on to have lives maybe with people that we're better suited to, mm -hmm. that's the way forward. And, 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 and you don't want Gus to grow up <laughs> in a house yeah. where mommy well, and daddy are- I thought Gus, you meant Gus, Gus being the dog. We managed to figure out joint custody. <laughs> Oh, I'm done. that was for I'm you. Done. That was for I'm you, Barbara. Where's the exit? It's all worth it. Everything is so worth it. Um, that was, uh, yeah. Uh, the whole episode led up to that pun. That was the two things that, that we split when we got divorced was she got a car, I got a car, and she got a dog, and I got a dog because yeah. we had yeah. two dogs. So we didn't have to split that. Yeah. But she got a kid, I got a kid. Like... We just split them up. That kind of thing. Joint Gus today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. <laughs> Gus is such a good boy. He's the best boy. I came over. Whenever I come over to your desk, I'm just like, I guess. It's amazing <laughs> how animals like know the moments that, that we need them. Oh yeah. And he like, if I'm having a low moment or it's like a tough day to process everything that I'm going through, he'll come up and just like put his head on my knee and be like. That's so funny, Chris does that to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's nice. That's why you took him to CSEs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do remember that, you telling me, I think you told me the next day, you're just like, Chris took me to CSEs last the, night. I, I mean, was like, congratulations. I think a bunch of us went out for drinks at one point for it, like a, like a <laughs> celebratory kind of thing. I think Chris is the only person who seen Singularly took me out to do something. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys take me to CC's. <laughs> That'd be great. I remember. Oh. I remember when you were going through that whole thing, and I was so scared because I know, like, I, I'm not trying to be to put things in buckets or anything, or make assumptions about or generalize about this. But mm. a lot of divorces with custody involved tend to sway maybe towards the mother mm -hmm. a little more often. And so I remember when you were going through that, I was really afraid that. Um, it would go in her direction and, and she'd take the kids back to California and that would mean you would have to move back to California and I was thinking like, I'm about to lose one of my best friends. Oh, like, it, it was one of the most stressful year, year and a half of my life uh, because of that, I mean, even leading up to right before the court, we had a pretty good case because I, 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 I had a pretty good argument for everything mm -hmm. and my, my lawyer was still like, I don't know if we have this. Mm. Yeah. Like we had a really good case, didn't know if we had this and the, the thing is is that uh, and you can attest to this. While you're going through something like that, we work in entertainment. Yeah. I specifically have it's an this. improv comedy show. I literally have a show that's comedy that I do every single week. <laughs> and I did it. I did I, I did that show all the way through the divorce. Yeah. So uh, there's like a year of like uh, on the spot mm -hmm. that is John's going through a divorce. Some of those <laughs> episodes, he got a really bad call from his lawyer that day and still did the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I actually got out of a, uh, of, of, a, of a speeding ticket once because of my divorce. Yeah, you just uh, added People that People get it. That's the kind of the amazing thing is that like if you're in a, in a spot, it's such a real life human difficult thing that you can be like, this is what I'm going through. And sometimes people are like, okay, I totally like, I, yeah. either they've been there, they understand. Mm -hmm. And like, it is, it's something that's just so, it's the same. It, it's, I think it's the second most dramatic thing after your spouse uh, like unexpectedly passing away yeah. is going through a divorce. It's like, well, it's awful. And I just like, I really, really quickly want to say like, if that is something that you were going through or gone through, the best thing I ever did in my life was go and get my own therapy for it. Yeah. And it's like, you deserve to do that for yourself. And it's, we've talked about so, therapy on the yeah, show and it's how- It's so transformative. It's, it's important and a lot of people shy away from it because mm -hmm. they think it's going to be this 
big ordeal or, or some kind of weakness or something. Yeah, or that not. it shows weakness in them. It does not. It honestly shows strength, yeah. if anything, because you're doing you're doing things and taking measures to better yourself and to feel better about your situation. Just like changing your diet or changing your lifestyle, it's like this is something I need to work this stuff out because it's yeah. hard. And you didn't you shouldn't have to do it on your own. Who did you when you when your parents were going through mm -hmm. that? Did you have anyone to talk to or like what what did you do to cope? With that kind of thing, uh, I play a lot of video games. Play a lot of really uh, loud. Sound. I mean, sometimes you just need something to escape. <laughs> I didn't really, yeah, yeah, yeah. At ten, I've <laughs> <laughs> got that part. Carry on. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I don't know if I really dealt with it much. I think, yeah. Oh, that's why you're the way you are. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard, especially like for I'm just kidding. That was no. a joke. I love Chris. He's a fantastic person. Well, I mean, for young kids, it's hard because like they they maybe don't have the ability to seek out. Help. Or they don't even know that's an option. Yeah, and so I think I think there's a there's a conception that little kids think that adults deal with it, so yeah. I need to deal with it. Right, mm -hmm. and it'd be it'd be nice if if people who are going through divorces and have kids or young kids or anything like that pay attention to them and and say, hey, like suck it up. We'll we'll find <laughs> we'll find someone to, for you to talk to, yeah. or like we'll do whatever it, it takes because it it's is. very traumatic. On and having an open too. conversation with your kids during that is very important. And and having it's even it's if you can having like amicable conversations with your ex with them and making sure that mm. the kids know that nothing is involving them and that you know they that, didn't all that kind of thing and yeah and kids are amazingly resilient and if you if you keep the communication open it can become the new normal very easily mm. well you know what else is extremely resilient me undies <laughs> i'm wearing some right now ladies Putting on good underwear in the morning is a key part of owning your day. Good underwear helps you feel confident, powerful, sexy, and ready to conquer the world, as you should. Um, I have, I think almost all of my underwear is now MeUndies. Mm -hmm. I've, I've so almost jealous. transitioned all the way there. It's so, so soft. Jealous. Yeah, and it's, you know what's really funny? And I'll tell the story right now. Um, there's someone I'm dating right now who works at the company, mm -hmm. who um, also, it's not John. <laughs> It's my girlfriend. Uh, who also uh, gets underwear from MeUndies. Oh, okay. You guys and drop and change. I'm always afraid that one match. day we're going to be wearing the same brand of MeUndies. Same print? Same print. I have two pairs of MeUndies. Those are my date underwears. Your date underwear. Yeah. <laughs> you gave me a dress that was MeUndies. I did. Me, and it's like... It's like the perfect weight of garment yep. that you feel like it's hugging you. It's yeah. so good. They have, yeah, they yeah, have dresses, dress. they have pajama pants, shirts. So good. And undies, which are my personal favorite. Uh, they guarantee you will love your undies or your money back. Right now, MeUndies has an exclusive offer just for listeners. Get 20% off your first pair and, uh, and free shipping. Uh, MeUndies is so sure you will love their underwear. They even offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You order a pair, and if you don't love your first one, get a full refund. This is a no-brainer to try. 20% off, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. What are you waiting for? Seriously, what are you waiting for? <laughs> to, do it. Uh, to get your 20% 20 20 off, uh, free shipping, and their 100% satisfaction guarantee, and get the best and softest underwear you'll ever own, go to meundies.com open. That's meundies.com open. This is a limited time offer, so what are you waiting for? Start wearing the best underwear of your life. It changed my life, and it's time to let MeUndies change yours. Wink, wink. Uh, go to MeUndies.com slash open right now. Thank you, MeUndies. I like that it's MeUndies open slash open. I know, open. I always it's think just... about that. <laughs> open undies. <Yeah>. Like... <laughs> open the undies. They do have, I mean, the men's underwear has the little... No one ever uses that. Some people do. No one ever uses that. You ever use open flap of your underwear? No. no. Texas? No. See? No. The, all, oh, all, right, yeah. all other 15 dudes in broadcast, anyone ever do that? 
Fuck you, Christian. He does, he does, One. he does, he does. You used to open flap? Well, it's like... It's, Pull the underwear down like a normal human. There are two types of people. There are the people who uh, pee standing up, pee sitting down. There's also the people who uh, un- unzip. <laughs> I, 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 every time. I, or, oh, sorry, wipe standing up or sitting down, not oh, pee. My, my <laughs> issue... Wipe standing up. Yeah. Like the, it's, it's more of a hover. Please put your hands back on, it. Chris. Uh, I was going to say, my <laughs> issue with, with using the... <laughs> I use the flap. Let's all just compare. Okay, here we go. My issue with using the little flap to, to stick it out is then it's like, okay, then you're going to, are you also going to stick it through the little, the zipper without yeah. opening? There's but then some it's people like, who it's like, has got tangs. It's like going through a gauntlet of, of, of shredding teeth. It is. It's like, so, it's this. It's like that movie, Teeth. <laughs> Wait, one more time. to talk. <laughs> well, I'm just, it's like, <laughs> you're, you're risking everything. Why would you this use is, your head, head as the penis? <laughs> <laughs> These are two motions that should never be, never be in the same it's sentence. It's dangerous. At all. It's just like. No, I get that. I, I mean, I don't know. Normal. It's, you and me, we're normal. I th- I've heard of both of men pulling down their pants to use a urinal, and guys who just stick their penis through the flaps. That's what, that's what little kids do. Pull well, like down to down to the ankle. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't mean. They just pull, pull everything down yeah. and just right there. I don't mean pull it all the way down. Just like you know. Nothing more uncomfortable pull down than going into like the bathroom and seeing an ass and seeing a little kid with his pants down to the floor, and you're like, oh god. Yeah, we should do a poll and see see what uh, people do. Whether they use the <laughs> yeah. flaps or they just pull them down. <laughs> all right, we're gonna finish up the show with a box of issues. All right, let's see what we got. All right, this one comes from Kay, and Kay writes, Hello, my name is Kay, and I'm a 31-year-old woman who is trying to get back into dating after a rough divorce. My now ex-husband left me for another woman, and I've taken some time, years, to work through my personal baggage, and I'm feeling ready to date again. But I'm intimidated by the current dating scene. To put things into a little perspective, I have not been on a date with anyone new since 2005. So I guess that's 13 years, almost. Uh, when I met my ex, I have two children at home, one of who is disabled, so just going to the bar to meet people can be difficult. I've tried Tinder, but I had a couple bad experiences and I'm reluctant to try again. My question is, what advice would you give to someone coming into the dating life after being out of it since high school? Mm. Thanks so much, Kay. Did I write this? Thanks so much, John. We put a few options of questions, and this, like, the one we put in for this one is very much, I think, targeted. I felt like I was coming out of a coma. Yeah. Because, yeah. I, I, again, I didn't date in junior. I didn't date ever. Well, uh, your ex-wife was your first. First kiss. First kiss, first sex. First sex, the... first wife. <laughs> first everything. Yeah, and so then when I got divorced at the age of... 30. 30. Uh, it was 30? Maybe 29? 30? 30. Yeah, how do you know? 30. 33. So maybe I was 31. I might have been 31. I was going to say, because it wasn't three years ago, was it? It might have been around three years ago, wow. something like that. Um, and you're no longer married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I came out and I was just like, what year is it? How do you date now? What's this Tinder thing? Well, I remember when you first joined <clears throat> the dating sites. I did. Da- dating apps, rather. Um, you would often ask for our advice. Oh yeah. Like I remember uh, a friend I of ours like wrote text messages for you to a girl. Oh that yeah. You were trying yeah, yeah. to court. You're like, I don't know how to do this. You do it. And I got a date out of it. And he got a date out <laughs> of it. Um, only one date. It was. It wasn't a good date. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I still. I'll. I have no shame. I will hand my apps over to anybody and be like, Judge me. Help me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like 
Tell me. Uh, well, you have like a plethora of knowledge at mm. Rooster Teeth, especially. Yeah. I especially love types. if if I just I like boys and girls' opinions on what they think. Um, but God, yeah, it's rough. My thought to her would be just not to overthink stuff and not get not like put a date on a pedestal. Yeah. Where it's mm -hmm. like you're you're coming out of this relationship, and if if you're where, you know, it's like you're gonna have bad experiences on Tinder or whatever, anywhere you go on a date, yeah. you're gonna have a bad experience. You, you can't let but, that deter Yeah, yeah. That, but that doesn't mean you can't have a good one too. Uh, and it's just like, some of it's like getting out, getting comfortable going out on dates yeah. and, and meeting people and like just that kind of like And even if you have a date that like does go well, it's okay to be like, okay, that was a good experience. I learned a lot. Like, I could already tell maybe I'm not into this person, but like, just getting yeah. that experience mm. is good. And same with the negative ones. Yeah, it's just it's just like getting, just not overthinking it, getting comfortable, being yeah. turned down, being comfortable. I mean, it's hard it to. Going well. I think it's hard to get back into dating after any relationship. I, I imagine it's more difficult after not dating for 13 years because she was with this man, married him, and was with him for a while. Mm. Um, and a lot of things change in that period of time. Like, even like when I started dating in 2014, I don't think Tinder was even around yet. Mm -mm. So like even then, like in the last three, four years that it came yeah. to be. Yeah, I think to your point, like don't overthink it and don't, I mean like, I think it's amazing when you find that you meet someone when you're really not planning to. Mm -hmm. And any advice, I mean, if you if it, if the apps aren't something that you're comfortable with, which I know that they do work for a lot of people, but if it's something that's like frightening or something you're not comfortable with, it's amazing how often people are, uh, find someone or meet someone when they're working on themselves. And so, like like taking up a new hobby yeah. or just like doing mm -hmm. something that's outside of your comfort zone, and you might find that then you at least meet someone that you know you have something in common with. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine, and she went on telling the story. Um, I met her through um, church because we had very similar stories about divorce and it was a, a kind of a moment for me that was like, oh my gosh, someone else who has this, like who I can talk to about all Absolutely, this stuff. Yeah. She, um, after her divorce, she took up uh, riding motorcycles and she met her boyfriend through that because he's like a big rider in the Austin community and it's something that like, was something that she was instantly like, we had that to like, to, to go between. And whenever I felt anxious or what's going to happen after something like a really rough divorce, especially. And if mm -hmm. you are anxious about being date, about dating again, she's like, we had that to like, to like at least fall back on and be like, we both love this thing. We yeah. have this in common. And it's not just like, I'm meeting a complete stranger for dinner. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to see this guy probably around because we're doing the same thing now. And that's like yeah. at least a bond of something. Yeah. I, I always say like, you can't, it's good to try to date and to make the effort to date and to get that experience. But again, if you are constantly seeking it out, it might not happen. Mm. Um, like I know it's similar with like me and Blaine. So both of us, after we became single, went to the dating apps and like did try to date, tried to experience that and like nothing really worked out for us. And he happened to find his girlfriend through the industry and through connections mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And they, now they're you know, great. And the Grossly same with me happy. where it's like I was trying for <laughs> for months to like try to date and to like put myself out there and like nothing was really hitting. And then this, the relationship I'm in now kind of just like fell into my lap out of the industry mm -hmm. and yeah. the, the situations I put myself mm -hmm. in. Yeah, you were doing something for yourself. Yeah. And you met someone else through that. I think all my long term relationships came from when I wasn't purposely not looking for them. Yeah. 
But again, there's nothing wrong with looking. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm just yeah. saying, like, you, a lot of times you just find, it happens. Yeah. I would also say, too, if she had a bad experience with Tinder, then maybe try some other apps. Bumble's or dating, good. Or, yeah, there's, like, different, like, there. I feel like there's some that might be, like, more, like, I, I've never used... What is it like? There's OkCupid, okay. there's Bumble. What's what's oh, like there's, bagel? there's there's a, some that I feel like more like There's match.com. Match.com I feel like I've never used it, but it, from what people have told me it's a little more yeah. emphasis on like longer term yeah. stuff or like more also, like, like I want to get married. I don't mm-hmm. Don't discount either like if you have friends or family that maybe know people who are also yeah. single like blind dates or matchmaking and stuff that's, like that. That's a good thing. Meeting should, friends through through work or through other friends I think mm-hmm. is also or, very Find a friend who's also single did and they can go out it? together. Yeah, um, you just no. like I did write this. I did did you write this? Are you uh, okay? No, I would say I would. I, I want to speak to a couple things in there though. Is that uh, everybody gets frustrated with the dating scene, and I can attest to that. It is it is a it is a frustrating endeavor, um, and and so don't feel alone in being intimidated by it because whether you haven't been in dating for a long time or you have been dating for a while, there's still intimidation involved and there's still like nerves, um, especially with first dates. But it is like what you were saying. It is like almost any other skill. You become more familiar with it, less intimidated by it and can almost actually really enjoy it a lot more. The more you do it and you have to get through, um, it's like learning to draw. You're going to make a lot of bad drawings first, <laughs> yeah, we um, and then once your you, shading technique might not be great at first, right? And then uh, you know it's kind of like with my situation. Like my first few dates were were awkward and terrible, and and that kind of thing. And like the conversations I would have on these dating apps would be really uh, hard to do, and I wouldn't know what to do, and I'd get frustrated. But um, it's I've gotten more familiar with it, and it's something that. Um, there's still frustration involved, especially when you're in a situation where you're starting over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, all right, let's do the swipes. Let's find the people. All right, let's start the conversations, that kind of thing. Yep. But uh, it's just one of those things that, like, I don't know, like a lot of times when I was like chatting with people, it's like you just kind of have to have a fuck it mentality. It's like, eh, fuck it. Let's try it out. Yeah. If it ends badly, we'll move on to the next one and it'll get better and better and better as I go. Yeah. I'm really like, I love the part of this, the part of it that I can really like, get with is that like I've taken this time to work through my personal baggage I'm in yeah. that space of the personal baggage but like you're the guy that has you have kids like what's does that part of it speak to you yeah it's, she, she mentioned that yeah. it is difficult you yeah. have to schedule around it and and you can't just actively it's very intentional um, mm-hmm. yeah and also like you have to question whether how much you want to tell someone how much you want uh, people to know um, if you have uh, you know sh- uh, she has like a, a disabled uh, a child at home and so that complicates things so um, I understand that it's um, a lot of you'll be you'll be funny to find a lot of people can understand that kind of a situation um, if you talked about them. Um, it might be easier if you just put it in your profile. Uh, I found that the more uh, you know, I put some of my personal quirks into my profiles and that kind of thing and didn't have to actually bring it up on a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, if they swiped on you, they would yeah, have known. Yeah, it probably will result in less people matching with you, but that probably will mean that you just won't find people that later on won't be compatible with well, your just, lifestyle. You're just weeding out those people That's what I'm saying. right from the start. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, there's, there's... You never want to feel like it's a bum you have to drop. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. like, hey, I have kids. Yeah. yeah. And then have to deal with maybe an asshole that's like, I'm not interested then. 
Because a lot of times... Are you dating someone from South Park? <laughs> I have. And I, I haven't... Oh, my I, God, they killed Kenny. And they hit me. I haven't dated anybody that has kids, but because I have kids, I'm not intimidated by someone who has kids. Whereas some younger people might be intimidated yeah, by sure. seeing kids. But like, it's understandable. You'll, you'll find that, that, that group of people who are like, oh, yeah, I totally understand that. I understand how hard it is. We can totally work with this schedule together and is that there, kind of thing. Is there a dating site or a dating app for people who have kids? I don't Probably. know. There might, there might be something like that out there. So I would say like maybe research that if it's something that you're really concerned about. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think being upfront is a good way to go yeah. about it. It's yeah, and just it's knowing odd. it is frustrating. So like, it's you're you're. This isn't something that's special about you. That is that is personal about mm. you, and it, it is it is a, a widespread thing. And yeah, it's yeah. it's scary. Well, good luck, Kay. Let us know uh, how your dating life goes. Uh, if you have a question for us for Always Open, you can email us alwaysopen at roosterteeth.com. We'd love a question for the box of issues. If you have a shot for us or any segment idea that you'd like us to discuss, feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> Tell us all your secrets. Chris, Ellie, John, thanks for joining me. <laughs> you're, you're Should we, can we try and do like a four, like an all hand clap? My hands are condensation-y. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> See, that's what you tell your parents when you're having sex. Yeah. Yeah. We're just oh, doing we're a clapping. big clap. We're just, we're just clapping. Clapping. clap situation. It's not dick against butt at all. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining me. Thanks for having me. Uh, we'll be doing another uh, Box of Issues question on the post show, so uh, sign up for first membership so you can watch Oh, it. yeah, we're not done. Yeah, we got, we got a couple minutes left. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Cheers. 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 To London. Why? Because it's the best place ever, John. I love it. I do. I can love it.